Good morning and welcome. And we are joined at this time by State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. And, of course, uh, last week you had uh, Organization Day at the State House. And uh, can you walk us through uh, some of the things that uh, happened on Organization Day last week? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Organization Day is an official day. It's the uh, beginning of the 2022 legislative session. It's uh, it's partially ceremonial where uh, reps and their families uh, and senators, too, uh, assemble and uh, uh, just get the, the kick off the uh this calendar for the upcoming years, also an opportunity for families to get pictures, things like that. Generally, when session gets going, things are very, very busy, and, and those kind of opportunities are pretty rare. So you also hear that from the speaker where he lays out his agenda for what he uh, believes uh, will be uh, the focus of the upcoming session and kind of kind of sets the tone for where we're headed. Um, so this being a short session, uh, non-budget year, we should be finished by the middle of March. Uh, we go in on the fourth day of January. So just just kind of getting things uh, set up and uh, getting ready for session. And uh, what do you see as uh, some of the uh, the biggest issues that the uh, General Assembly will uh, tackle beginning in January? I think one of them that we're going to do is cutting taxes, you know, whether it's an income tax or whether it's a, a personal property tax or even a sales tax. I don't think it's been determined yet. Um, but I think uh, with Indiana's current status uh, financially, we're doing very, very well, and uh, we are able to uh, uh, cut taxes in some area. It's just going to be de- determined what area that we, we go into. Uh, I think the speaker laid that out. I uh, personally have a bill that I'll be filing that cuts uh, it active duty military uh, from Indiana income tax. Um, currently, uh, if you're active duty military, you may be stationed in Hawaii or some other area of the world, and you'll continue to pay Indiana income tax. Um, one of the things that uh, most folks don't know is when an individual is sworn into the military, they're asked to uh, declare their state of residency. And if they were to say, for instance, Florida, Florida doesn't have an income tax, and so they would basically not pay the income tax. So instead of losing the revenue, we'd lose a resident of the state of Indiana. So it's not quite uh, as financially uh, big of a hit for the state as one might think. What we don't want is we don't want to continue to lose population here in the state of Indiana because of it. So that's one of the things that we'll be exploring uh, in my committee this year. And Representative uh, Randy Fry, uh, you being a retired Indianapolis firefighter, and uh, you've championed uh, firefighters, EMS, and uh, law enforcement in Mm -hmm. the uh, legislature in the past. Um, Do you have any Mm -hmm. uh, bills that will uh, be before the General Assembly this coming session uh, related to fire, EMS, and law enforcement? Yeah, we always uh, have a bill that uh, comes from the Department of Homeland Security, and what it does is... It just sort of tightens up areas of the code that need to be adjusted. Sometimes it's because uh, things change, and sometimes it's because the federal requirements change. So we'll be bringing a, uh, a Homeland Security bill, most likely be bringing a bill uh, to uh, continue the work that we've done on jail overcrowding. We're still working on that with the Supreme Court and, and with uh, my colleagues in the House and the Senate. So it's a little bit early yet to have that final uh, language drafted, but we know what we're working on as far as the concept. 
Uh, we want to continue to work with the uh, Jail Overcrowding Task Force and the local JRAC that we created last year to continue to try to decrease our jail populations where we can. Uh, we can't always do that, and sometimes you have to have a new jail, but in some cases you don't. So we'll, uh, we'll continue to try to find that sweet spot. And, of course, the... Um, uh Something that's really been garnering a lot of attention is the uh, Democrats uh, want to bring back uh, marijuana legalization. And uh, uh, have you had any thoughts as far as uh, that's concerned, uh, how that might end up? Well, um, I don't uh, as far as I mean, I'm not very good at predicting the future, but um, personally, it's not uh, come up before. It's a lot of talk. But when it comes up to to uh, being heard in a committee and voted out of committee and out onto the House floor, it hasn't happened. Um, I don't know if it'll happen this year. I'm personally not a supporter of legalizing marijuana, but uh, and the other side of that is it is a short session, so there may not be time. But uh, we'll see. Um, you know, everyone has their opinion, and we'll see what uh, how much momentum it can gain. But uh, personally, it's not something I support. And uh, looking ahead to the future, uh, once again. Uh Next Monday, a special session of the legislature uh, dealing with the uh, COVID uh, public health emergency uh, situation. And uh, you give us uh, your mm -hmm. thoughts on that. Well, that's, uh, it's going to be an interesting day. Uh, this has been an interesting year. We, we had a special session back in uh, September and in October to deal with the, uh, the maps required by the, the uh, Constitution for uh, redistricting. And we were in uh, last week for Org Day, and then we'll be in on the 29th for another special session. So I think this is pretty much uh, unprecedented. But what we're going to go back in on the 29th and deal with is the vaccine mandate and uh, ending the executive orders uh, by the governor. Um, and this is a, a process that's been ongoing for a while. It's the governor's office, the House, and the Senate have all worked together to come up with a, a plan that we believe is a good plan. I don't believe anyone should lose their job based on a vaccine mandate. And so I believe the legislation that we see uh, next Monday uh, will uh, allow an individual to have uh, health exemptions, uh, religious exemptions. Um, hopefully we'll be able to have a provision in there. Uh, that says if you've had COVID and you have the antibodies, uh, you don't have to have to worry about it. So um, uh, that uh, particular legislation is still being drafted, but I know uh, what we, we're we looking forward to doing is stopping the mandate. And the other thing that we're going to do is stop the uh, executive orders, try to get Indiana back to uh, being uh, where she was prior to COVID-19 and the pandemic. And so... Uh, Indiana has a unique um, health care provision. It's called HIP 2.0, Healthy Indiana Plan, HIP 2.0. It's, um, it's for low-income Hoosiers to have health insurance. And so we have to change some of the code in order to protect those Hoosiers who are on HIP 2.0 and also some additional folks that are on Medicaid um, that uh, were put on Medicaid during the pandemic so that they don't lose their coverage. Uh, when we end the uh, state of emergency and executive order. So uh, that's, that's part of what will be in the legislation next Monday. All right. And anything else uh, before we uh, adjourn for the morning, uh, sh shall we say? Well, this is, uh, this is a difficult time. I, I mean, all of us have come through uh, 
uh, COVID for the last 18 months or more now, and, and we believe it's time to, to get on with life and let Hoosiers live their lives and let them uh, uh, be free of some of these restrictions and these executive orders and also uh, protect them so that they don't lose their job because they simply don't want to take a vaccine. So, um, again, it's unprecedented that we have these special sessions like this. And, I've not seen this before, but um, we'll be going in on to, on next Monday, and and hopefully we'll uh, get this taken care of. It's a it's a very unique situation. Normally, you don't do a bill in one day. Normally, a bill would have to go through a committee. You would have to then wait for a a, a day or so to come up on uh, on second reading, then it passes on second. The next day, it can come up on third reading. Um, but in this case, everything will be done in one day. So in order to do that, uh, it takes some uh, special uh, uh, suspension of the rules, but we believe it's important enough that we're going to go ahead and do that. So uh, we'll see uh, how it goes on next uh, next Monday. No one really knows how a vote will come out, but uh, I'm confident that this will pass and, and go off to the governor and he'll sign it and uh, we'll get this. Maybe we can put this behind us. State Representative Randy Fry, we appreciate your time this morning, and uh, thank you for joining us and enlightening us on uh, Organization Day and also the upcoming uh, special session next Monday. My pleasure as always. Thank you. Coming up next, we'll hear from Mary Jo Fleeman. She'll talk about the Salvation Army's Red Kettle Drive in Ripley County right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And we're joined at this time by Mary Jo Fleeman with the Salvation Army's Red Kettle Campaign. Good morning, Mary Jo. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, it is getting to be that time of year, Mary Jo. The uh, Red Kittles will be out and about in the uh, various places around the uh, area. And uh, can you give us a little bit of uh, a background as far as the uh, Red Kettle campaign and the Salvation Army, for that matter? Well, what's interesting is in 1891, the Salvation Army Captain Joseph McPhee, who was in San Francisco, He was losing sleep over how to provide dinner on Christmas for a thousand people who were in need. And then he thought back to when he was a sailor in Liverpool, England. At the stage landing where the boats came in, there was a large iron kettle called Simpson's Pot. And as folks passed by, they would toss a coin or two into the pot. So the next day, Captain McPhee placed a pot at the Oakland Ferry Landing, and the motto was, keep the pot boiling. And that is how the kettle campaign began. So today, the Salvation Army places its red kettles in different places in our community so that we can all be part of giving to the red kettle. And, of course, you have a, a campaign in uh, Ripley County. And uh, can you tell us, uh, as far as that's concerned, uh, where the uh, these red kettles are located? Uh, not only, uh, I guess, the, uh, the the big ones, but also, I guess, on, uh, on some of the countertops. Correct, correct. We have... 
Big Kettle's located at the IGA in Versailles, and Red Kettle's located in the lobby at the Kroger store in Batesville. Uh, when no one is there to man the kettle, the kettles can be found by the customer service desk. But normally when we have ringers, the kettles are in the lobby where it's nice and warm during the winter season, and that's where we um, can get the folks coming and going for Kroger's there. And then we also have the countertop kettles. They're at several gas stations in the area, um, the BP station in Pentown, the Marathon stations on both Route 46 and 229, the Shell station on 229, the BP station on 229, and then the Hobo Hut, Schmidt Bakery, Skyline, and La Rosa. They have all been so gracious to allow us to set the little kettles there, and any little bit counts. All those nickels, dimes, pennies all add up in helping the folks in our community. And obviously with COVID last year, you weren't able to have the volunteers man the kettles um, uh, where, it requ- where it's required. But uh, Correct. Uh, how, how did the, how last year go? I mean, uh, were you able to uh, raise any money? Well, last year we were down thousands of dollars because when you have folks standing by the kettles, ringing the bell, maybe doing Christmas music, or even sometimes there have been small groups of choir people who sing, anything to bring people's attention to the red kettle. You do not directly solicit but rather you make the presence of the kettle known by a greeting, a smile, and ringing the bell. And once folks see the kettle, it rings the bell in their mind that, oh, that's right, this is a Salvation Army. So it does make a big difference having folks there to bring the attention to the kettles. So hopefully... You know, we can get things up and running again this year to bring our numbers back up. And as far as the uh, the Batesville community uh, at the Kroger store there, um, uh, what are you doing as far as uh, trying to get uh, people to um, to uh, not only man the kettle but also uh, sign up? Uh, is there a uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, the dates uh, that the uh, kettles will be out? Um, the kettle, well, right now they're already setting, sitting at Kroger's. However, the official campaign begins on Friday the 26th, and it runs through New Year's Day. And if you go online to registertoring.com and follow the directions there, you pick your county, your site, the Batesville Kroger, and then there's different shifts, two-hour shifts for each day that you can sign up. It runs from 8 in the morning till 8 p.m. at night, and you just sign up for a two-hour shift. But there's directions that you follow to find the location and which day of the month and which two-hour slot, and you just sign up there. And if you have a problem, if you have questions, you can reach me at 812-623-4852. 
Okay, so again, the re- website is registertoring.com. And your number, Mary Jo, once again, is 812-623-4852. Correct. All right. And then... And we do encourage, you know, if you have your family, civic groups, church groups, choir groups, youth groups, um, you know, it's fun if you have more than one person, it makes the time go quicker. Plus, it adds more festivity to it. And like I said, holiday attire, singing, you know, Christmas music all helps add to the spirit. And masks will also be provided by the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army is asking that the bell ringers wear a mask, and they have provided masks for us, and they'll be with the kettles. All right, so that, of course, obviously that... Uh, that- that's a much much better alternative than uh, not having anybody uh, staff the kettles as as it were. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. So. so, and in case people don't know what all the Salvation Army does, well, first of all, all the money collected in Ripley County stays in Ripley County. The Army provides social service assistance, homeless shelters, disaster relief children's program, rehabilitation services, and even more. And what what you have to remember when you donate, your donations directly impact the lives of your neighbors by helping them in their time of need. So that's a good thing, too. You know where your money's going, where it's staying. All right. So, again, to, uh, to reiterate uh, all the uh, funds raised, the money raised by the Salvation Army, uh, through the Red Kettle campaign in Ripley County, stays in Ripley County and helps out the neighbors uh, who need the help. So, Correct. Uh, all Correct. right. So uh, once again, to recap, uh, Mary Jo, uh, can you give us the, um, the dates of the, uh, the actual campaign, of uh, the, uh, the bell ringing that will take place in, uh, in Batesville, uh, and also uh, the, uh, where people can go to register and also your contact information? Okay. It's November t- Friday, November 26th through January 1st, and you go to registertoring.com and follow the directions there, and if you have a problem, my number is 812-623-4852. Well, Mary Jo Fleeman, we appreciate your time this morning for joining us, and all the best to you, and uh, you know, continued success and uh, good luck that uh, you can uh, at least uh, recoup uh, some of the collections uh, from lost from last year as the uh, Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign gets underway in Ripley County. Okay, and thank you so much for your time, and happy Thanksgiving to all of the listeners out there. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Thank you. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.